0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift. My name is Michelle Berry, and I've got a lot to re- report to you today. I, I had a nightmare this morning, and it's an interesting nightmare because it's somewhat of a reoccurring dream I have that I'm on the highway, and I'm going pretty fast. I don't know where I'm going exactly. And the highway is suspended very high, and it has curves and loops, and there's a huge drop. Like if you go off the highway, you're you're gonna die. You'll you know clearly, it's just scary. It's very high, tight, and I always feel like I'm gonna crash off out of the barrier and go over and fall to my death. So I've had this dream, reoccurring dream for many years. And last night or early this morning, my dream was I was in a car. I was on the highway. It was pitch black. I could not see a thing. I was in a tunnel. Not only was I on the highway, I couldn't see a thing. It was pitch black. My, the acceleration, I don't know if it was my foot on the gas or the car itself was driving super fast, but I was terrified. I mean, absolutely terrified. I, I kept like trying to open my eyes wider and wider. Try to rub my eyes. Why couldn't I see anything? There was no light. Maybe no headlights. It was terrifying. Well, I made it out of. <laughs> I made it. I didn't crash. I I shifted over to. I ended up in a store with all sorts of snacks, and it was weird. It, it got really weird. Um, but the thing I realized from the dream, it how it corresponded to a kitchen altar that i did um saturday i pulled together well we let's let me back up i had a workshop on wednesday so i do workshops on wednesdays and fridays i started doing this in january because i wanted to feel out what a kitchen witchery online school might might look like might be so what i did is i jumped right in and did these live workshops And on Wednesday I did an altar, a kitchen altar workshop. It was a lot of fun. And on Saturday's workshop I made Buddha bowls or power bowls, you might know them as grain bowls. And I also looked, I really enhanced my kitchen altar with black salt and I had a black onyx crystal uh, moon for the new moon in Aquarius. And I pulled a tarot card, it was the Queen of Cups. I also had seeds, actual seeds, in a little container because you know the new moon energy is about planting seeds, so that worked nice into my skeleton um, in meditation. I don't know if you've seen one of those, but anyways, I thought about that card up pull, that Queen of Cups, and in that card she's looking, she's looking deeply into the cup or at the cup, and to me it means focus, and I thought. You know when I pull tarot, usually I'm pulling for myself um, when I pull tarot, I first look at the card and nothing usually comes. I'm usually pretty blank and then I let it you know simmer for a while, marinate and i and something will come up float up from the surface. something bubbles up if you if you just keep yourself open. so what came up for me with that card is that I am not focused. I'm focused on this podcast, I'm focused on the school, but I'm not taking any time to be uh, strategic or detail-oriented or plan ahead. Um, And what that dream taught me was, it was interesting because being the new moon, it's the darkness, I thought that was an interesting uh, correlation or connection I've never had, like I said, I've never had a driving in the dark dream. I've had a a scary driving dream, but not in the dark. But what it told me, what it taught me is that I tend to put my foot on the gas to do things because I'm afraid of the space between my vision, my ideas, and the self-sabotage and the self-doubt. So... Meaning that in the Kitchen Witch energy shift in the school, I had an idea. I wanted to do this Kitchen Witchery school. I'm really passionate about it. I'm not quite sure how I was going to do it. And I know from past experience that if I don't do something right away or make take steps toward it, most likely... I'm going to talk myself out of it. I'm going to find all the reasons why I can't do it. I'm going to make myself feel so ridiculous. Like what were you thinking? You can't do this. You're not qualified. You you know, you have no plan. You're not ready for this. And I didn't I don't want to hear those voices. I mean I get I get it. I get why I do it, but I believe and I had to sit with this today is that I need to reckon with that space in between my vision, my dreams, my desires, and the action I take. I'm afraid of that space because I'm afraid of the voices and the self-doubt creeping in and all the negative feelings. I'm afraid of them. And now I recognize that I have to sit with them, and that's hard because... There's so much resistance in that space in between your dreams and the action that you take. So I thought that was really insightful. The other thing I want to talk about this week is, you know, I'm going to take the this upcoming week. I'm not going to do a, any workshops on Wednesday and, fr- and Saturday. Like I, I've been doing for the past three weeks. I'm going to hit the pause button, which is really good. I recommend it for everybody. If you're feeling a little bit like, You've been doing the same thing for a long time. Sometimes you just have to hit the pause button and take a break and reevaluate. And that's where where I am. i got to pull back and, and see where I'm going. You know, that car um, dream I had, I didn't know where I was going. And that's something that's teaching me a lesson on taking time to see where I'm going and what i'm asking my audience you i'm going to ask you and i'm going to ask my email audience and my facebook audience if they they if you would do a just do a survey i have a i have a, i'll put a link in the show notes a survey to help me be more strategic be more helpful craft a kitchen witch online experience that is most helpful the best experience ever and that's what I want to eventually create. I know it's going to take iterations and time, but I'm patient right now. I'm at a point in my life where <laughs> um, it just contradicted everything I said earlier. I'm patient to a point. I'm patient because I, I know in my heart that I'm not going to give up on this. But I do struggle with that um, impulsive, spontaneous um, action for fear of self-doubt. Anyway, if you would if you care about this podcast, or I'm providing any value, or if you're just somebody who likes to help other people, if you could help me fill out this survey, just let me know how I can create the most amazing kitchen witchery experience online. I would be so, so, so grateful. And even if you don't like anything I do, that Letting me know is super grateful in cutting ties. You know, my email audience, I don't have a huge audience. I'm just kind of starting out with the Kitchen Witchery audience. And I'm, I understand parting ways with uh, unsubscribing, let's say, to things that create too much clutter in your life. And if my email is one of those things, I completely understand the unsubscribe. I you know, or if I'm not providing any value, I have no hard feelings at all because there are just so many people in the world providing great content. You can't absorb all of it. It's just too much. So I really want to go through uh, my audience, you know, you and um, my email audience and Facebook audience and just really, you know, survey them, get get to know you better, get to know what you need, because then I can you know be more strategic in helping I'm not gonna not I'm not gonna stop helping but I want it to to be the most value I can so um again there's a survey in the in the show notes if you could help me out and yeah I'm gonna put out an email to my uh, list and just you know invite them to unsubscribe really i I really want to surround myself with with people who are serious about improving their kitchen experience and beyond through feeling the magic in the mundane. And I do want to build a community, and I would love a community that provides feedback and lets me know what I can do to help, because my desire is super strong. Uh, clearly not afraid to um, fall on my face, make mistakes, and get up and keep trying. So... Yes. So again, kitchen, I'm going (laughs) to, we're wrapping a few things into this episode. Kitchen altars or altars around your home. I want to talk more about that going forward because I I believe it deserves its own episode or episodes, but basically it's a collection of things that make you feel good, make you feel energized, calm, um, relaxed, let's say in a meditative state. It makes, it could, these uh, altars can also be Remembrances of a trip that you took, people that you knew, people that you care about, experiences that felt amazing to you, collection of rocks and candle or crystals and even oracle. We talked about um, pulling an oracle card either daily or weekly as something, whatever that card says to you that you can focus on and be mindful and present in that energy. Or pull a card intentionally, like pull a card of what you need. You know, in tarot, I like to pull the strength card and have that near on my bedside. Or with me, if I'm feeling I need help, uh, feeling stronger, powerful, more confident, I'll focus on that card. I'll just have it near me. I'll put it in a book. I'll put it in my journal, in my planner, and just have it with me. You can do that with your altar, and that's what I'm doing with, with my Queen of Cups card. It's sitting on my altar until I feel like I have processed through that and I'm ready for a new card. The other kind of altar you can create is a moon altar. So a new moon altar would be an altar that when you look at it, it reminds you to plant seeds of intention. It helps you focus on your desires and what you want to manifest. And you can use you know, things around your house that you have are in nature that remind you of the new moon energy. New moon is dark. And I I sprinkled pepper and I had black seeds. And I had, like I said, a black crystal. Um, And you can change that throughout the moon cycle. So on a full moon, you can, you know, think about things you want to release, make you can write notes, too, you can write an affirmation or a note on that tray or altar to help remind you, of what you want to either release or manifest into your life. There's just so many ways that you can create an altar. It's such a creative thing to do. And you can have fun with things around your house. You can use the elements too. You know, if you have a space that people argue a lot, or there's a lot of tension in, you might want to bring a water element in or an earth element to help ground people or, you know, keep the energy moving. Like if it's a very fiery hot Uh, angry energy, uh, a water element can help with cooling energy, cooling and calming, even colors. You know, colors can represent for you certain feelings. So use your imagination. Have a lot of fun with creating altars. The other workshop I did this week, well, yesterday, (laughs) was a Buddha bowl, how to construct your own, craft your own Buddha bowl, or also called power bowls or grain bowls, or another name that, they're called our vitality bowls so basically it's um, building a bowl and you might have had one at Chipotle or Panera and there's a base of a protein or a starch like a rice a quinoa um, noodles you know it can be something heavier like a starch or a carb or a whole grain or whole grain or potato something that feels heavy and then I like to put spring greens I like to put broccoli or cauliflower. Adding your color, your vibrancy, is really important because it's a high vibe. It's You know, I consider them high vibe and high energy. So with color, I like red pepper, red cabbage, um, different bell peppers, lots of greenery. You can um, also add sweet potatoes or um, another winter squash or even summer squash. What's awesome about the bowls is you construct, you can construct them with leftovers too. So you're using up what you have in your refrigerator and what really, really, really makes a wonderful, most delicious bowl is the dressing. And in the Facebook group, I posted a link to some homemade dressings. I will also post it here in the podcast episode notes. And yeah, so think about building your your own bowl and it's really not easy you're just like i said creating a base and adding vegetables and proteins i use chickpea because i'm plant-based obviously i used to chick- take chickpea and tofu or other kinds of beans as my protein base i also sometimes add nutritional yeast and let's see pickled jalapenos you know mm. have fun with it i always give it a little splash of sriracha i'm a big sriracha fan I love spicy and you know it can be mexican inspired asian inspired italian inspired i mean you know the you know travel the world with flavors you know um curry flavored i mean you really can just use your imagination and start becoming the alchemist and in the crafter the food crafter the creator when making a bowl that's another thing i really love about bowls so i have to say too i probably eat bowls Oh my gosh, almost the entire week. <laughs> Cause I'm always combining leftovers in a bowl. And um what what keeps me coming back is they just taste so good. And the other thing is with a with a Buddha bowl or a power bowl, you're using all your senses. Visually, it's so beautiful because you're using vibrant color. You want to use raw and cooked food. I mean you couldn't create it all raw, all cooked, but I like combining different you know, my grains will be cooked all my potatoes will be cooked, but my pepper and cabbage or maybe even red onions will be raw. And so I'm mixing that up with, um, you know, like I said, beans, whatever. And so I'm getting, I'm using all my senses. I can see, I can smell, of course, I'm gonna smell the delicious food. Of course I can taste it. You can feel the different textures and it's just, you know, using all your senses with the bowl. It's super, super energizing. So, I am going to close out um, this episode, I didn't know, I don't know if I told you, but I'm heading off to PodFest in Florida, uh, Thursday, and Buzzsprout, who, um, this is the platform I use for this podcast, offered a free ticket, you know, you have to pay all the other stuff you know, the plane ticket and the hotel, but they offered a free ticket. I've never done anything like this before. I'm a little nervous, but again, you got to step into your, out of your comfort zone and into the unknown to really experience life. So I said, yes, I'm going to do it. And I hope it makes, it, it helps make this podcast better. Maybe I'll learn some things that can help Um, make this even a better pot if you like it I'm hoping to make it even better Look meet a lot of people do some collaborations I haven't done an interview in a in a while and I gotta get back into that so thank you so much for listening all your support is uh, means so much to me and again if you could if you could do that form for me that'd be super helpful if you do like this podcast you can leave me a, a review that helps me too and yeah, I did put a, um, also a link if you want to support the show, um, with a small donation that, that helps me to just cover the costs of, uh, the platform that I use to host this podcast. So thank you for everything. Thanks for being a listener and I hope you have a magical week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye everyone.